Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Monday, January 30th. Coming up, we'll take a deeper look at some bills in the Missouri legislature relating to transgender rights and drag shows. But first, some headlines. The Kansas City Chiefs are on their way to the Super Bowl. Greg Eklund reports for KCUR. It's the third trip to the Super Bowl in four years for the Chiefs after their 23-20 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. Harrison Butker kicked the game-winning field goal from 45 yards, leaving just three seconds in the game. The Chiefs got into field goal range after a run by Patrick Mahomes, followed by a penalty against the Bengals. Mahomes, who played with a high ankle sprain, says it was only possible because of the training staff. Uh, credit to them, and then uh, just trying to stay on it, and uh, we have two more weeks, so we got to keep doing it. The Chiefs will play the Philadelphia Eagles in Super Bowl 57 on February 12th. A new abortion clinic has opened in Wichita, bringing the state's total number to six. Rose Conlin of the Kansas News Service reports the facility is focusing on out-of-state patients. The new clinic, called Aria Medical, offers abortion pills up to 11 weeks of pregnancy. It opened in response to a surge in demand for abortions in Kansas, after nearby Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, and Texas all effectively banned the procedure. The clinic fully covers the cost of the medication, usually several hundred dollars, for patients traveling from states where abortion is banned. It's the second new clinic to open in Kansas since Roe v. Wade was overturned, and it comes less than six months after Kansans voted to protect abortion rights, and as anti-abortion lawmakers continue to try to restrict access. Missouri lawmakers are considering raising the threshold to amend the state constitution. Jason Rosenbaum reports. Republican supporters contend it should be more difficult to change that document. But any proposal to raise the constitutional amendment threshold would need to go to a statewide vote. And Democratic State Representative Richard Brown of Kansas City has doubts that voters would approve. I think it's uh, demeaning to our citizens. Republican politicians don't trust the people to vote the way that the GOP wants them to vote. An effort to, among other things, raise the bar to pass constitutional amendments failed resoundingly last year in Arkansas. We'll be back after this. You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously. But you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. This legislative session, Missouri lawmakers have introduced dozens of bills relating to LGBTQ issues. 
Among them are a requirement that sports teams be separated by biological sex, and a ban on schools talking about gender identity and sexuality. The American Civil Liberties Union has called these bills attacks on LGBTQ rights. Tori Schaefer is an attorney and the director of policy and campaigns for the ACLU of Missouri. She joined me over Zoom to talk about why the group opposes these bills and what impact they might have on trans children and freedom of expression. So most of these bills pertain to transgender issues. Um, For example, banning medical professionals from providing care that would help minors undergo gender transition and banning schools from talking about gender identity. If that kind of legislation is passed, what kind of impact might that have on trans kids in Missouri? Oh, we think it'll have a horrible impact, specifically as it relates to this trans sports bills, we know that having the opportunity to participate in sports results in positive outcomes for students, which includes things like better grades, greater homework completion, higher educational and occupational aspirations, and improved self-esteem. Efforts to ban trans students from participating in school sports actually do the exact opposite. Along with not only being discriminatory and of course a violation of civil rights, we know these bills, bills like these jeopardize a student's mental health and physical well-being. So what about, um, you know, not being able to talk about that in school? What kind of impact might that have? Well, we believe it's a violation of the First Amendment. It restricts um, and chills speech. So as the American Civil Liberties Union, where it's our job to support and protect the civil liberties of all Missourians, uh, we believe that those laws are unconstitutional. Uh, We've also seen in courts across the country and even the Supreme Court held that it is impossible to discriminate against a person for being transgender without discriminating against that person on the basis of sex. Um, Courts across the country are clear that where a law singled out and discriminates against people because they have a gender identity that does not match the sex assigned him at birth, it necessarily discriminates on the basis of sex and trans status and violates both the Constitution and Title IX of the Civil Rights Act. And there are other bills that pertain to drag performances. Um, There's one that creates a criminal offense for performing drag in view of a child. And there's another that would label businesses that host drag shows as being sexually oriented. Why is the ACLU concerned about those bills? Yeah, for for a lot of reasons. Uh, I think the predominant reason for our opposition is that it limits freedom of expression for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, And of course, that's a violation of their First Amendment rights, their freedom of expression and to be creative and express themselves. Uh, We do definitely not want to chill the arts or anybody's individual expression. So we believe that these bills effectively would create censorship against that community. So a lot of people who oppose these bills say that they're hateful and they're discriminatory towards the LGBTQ community. Why is that? Yes, because it chills speech. It chills freedom of expression. These bills are being uh, specifically discriminatory applied to that community. So they do target um, trans children. They do target those in the LGBTQ community. Uh, So that's why you will hear a lot of folks call these bills hateful and discriminatory. I think One sticking point that the other side likes to use is that they believe that they are protecting women's sports. And my challenge to those senators and representatives is that if you truly care about protecting women's sports, they should allocate more funding and resources to girls' sports and create stronger laws to protect women athletes from harassment and abuse. Um, Promoting hateful and baseless fears about trans athletes does nothing to protect anyone. 
So a lot of people who support these bills, especially the ones uh, limiting transition for minors and also limiting drag performances, say that they're supposed to protect children. I'm wondering if you have a response to that. Yeah, I definitely have a response to it, which is that transition-related care is life-saving. I wanted to share the statistic with you from the Trevor Project. It's from their 2022 National Survey on LGBTQ LGBTQ youth in mental health. Um, They found that 47% of LGBTQ youth in Missouri seriously considered suicide in the past year, including 55% of transgender and non-binary youth. Uh, 15% of LGBTQ youth in Missouri attempted suicide in the past year, including 20% of transgender and non-binary youth. We know that when these children are able to receive the care and health care that they need from their doctors, they are able to live a more fulfilling life, uh, and the reduction of these rates significantly decreases. So we support transgender-related care and health care because Uh, It improves the well-being and life of those individuals seeking care. And we believe that people should get the care they need. um, And society will be able to thrive when everyone has access to the health care they need. Do you feel that kids need to be protected from drag performances? So we believe that uh, drag is freedom of expression and part of the arts and the art community and the LGBTQ community. And that... Um, children uh, are often involved and see things that are people displaying their freedom of expression. So nationally, we've been seeing a lot of these types of bills in the past couple of years. I'm wondering what's fueling the prevalence of this type of legislation. Are, you know, why are we seeing conservatives push back on what other people might consider progress? So I think across the country, we've seen an increase of these bills. Um, And we've also seen an outpouring of Missourians across the state come to testify in opposition of these bills. And I really think that shows that our state and um, our schools and our youth, they understand that being inclusive is so important. Uh, So it's positive from the outpouring of support that we're seeing. And I think that instead of debating real issues going on to our state, uh, unfortunately, our state has sickened stuck to these issues that create some sort of culture wars, but actually don't benefit our state. Um, So that would be a question for our representatives and senators as to why they're proposing this harmful and unconstitutional pieces of legislation. It's pretty common for national organizations to help state lawmakers craft bills. I'm wondering, have you noticed any similarities between bills in Missouri and those that have been filed in other states? Yes, of course. Yes, we've definitely seen similarities in states across the country. There are uh, a significant amount of bills that were filed here in Missouri, and part of that's the the nature of our legislature to file a lot of bills. Uh, so we see a lot of these bills that you'll see excluding trans children from sports are very similar, but we do have a lot of those bills in Missouri, and we've seen them in other states um, across the country where legislatures, state legislatures want to push this culture war issue. And I would just like like to highlight to your audience that time and time again in our history, we've confronted this question of who to include and who to exclude. And each time our country has recognized often after painful and shameful and avoidable acts of discrimination, that exclusion is not in the best interest of our society or of our country. 
And we believe that our country will come to that conclusion again. Um, and we are confident in our ability uh, to fight these issues at the legislature and in the court system. That was Tori Schaefer of the ACLU of Missouri. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. This podcast is produced by Trevor Grandin, Byron Love, and KCUR Studios. It's edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. For more local news coverage from Kansas City's NPR station, visit kcur.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon.